Many people feel hungry or feel like eating when they feel anxious, sad, angry or bored. Because we feel with our guts as well as the rest of us, it's easy to confuse emotions or other physical sensations such as restlessness with hunger. Cravings often feel different from true hunger. So when you're hungry, you're just sort of hungry, cranky perhaps or a bit lightheaded. When you're craving, you want something. There's some food, something that is calling you, you are driven. In that moment, somehow you feel like the craved food is going to make your universe complete. So where do these all come from, these cravings? Our brains are busy, complicated places. They have coordinate input from various sources, our body fat, our gastrointestinal tract, our sensory organs, other body systems, etc. Our brains also have to organize input coming in from other places too, such as our emotions, our physical feelings, our beliefs, our thoughts. Often signals can get jumbled. Emotions or physical sensations can feel like hunger. Feeling sad or angry or bored might get lost in translation and emerge as, let's go grab some tacos. So what do you want the food to do for you? Is basically the, the main question. Fundamentally, a craving is a strong belief that eating a particular food will make us feel better. We expect a particular food to do something for us, to somehow change what we experience right now. In part, this makes good chemical sense to our bodies. You see, some of our cravings are shaped by neurotransmitters, hormones and other sub substances that carry information with our nervous system. What we have is these are the serotonin and the dopamine. So the serotonin and the dopamine are neurotransmitters. Serotonin makes us feel great and relaxed. It also tells us to stop eating. Dopamine, in contrast, is our reward neurotransmitter. It gives us a high. So about 90% of our body's serotonin is actually in our GI tract. So getting the stomach butterflies when anxious is often related to serotonin. So when we eat, we release serotonin and dopamine. People who struggle with overeating are often just trying to boost their levels of serotonin and dopamine. So eating carbohydrates, particularly simple sugars and starches, can help release serotonin, which soothes and relaxes us. Dopamine is released in response to the reward of palatable food. Dopamine is involved in addictions such as gambling, compulsive shopping and alcoholism. Dopamine is also the chemical that encourages us to seek out the hit of a brief and intense thrill. In other words, Serotonin is the ah oh, chemical, while dopamine is the woo chemical. So eating as self-medication. So thus eating can be kind of like a self-medication that helps calm us or boost our mood and its natural reaction. Newborn babies can be soothed by sucking on things and they may be given sucrose or sugar solutions as a painkiller. The movement of our jaws stimulates a nerve that helps release serotonin as well. So we aren't bad for wanting to soothe ourselves with food. What is bad is that food manufacturers understand neurobiology and psychology too. They know we're more likely to crave foods that are sugary, fatty and creamy, salty, and all the above simultaneously. All sort of varied in texture, so crunchy, creamy, chewy, all together, and look and smell good. This sums up most processed fast foods. Such foods can become our drugs of choice. Because, just like other drugs, drugs, they make us feel better, at least temporarily. Unfortunately, 
unlike true hunger, is hard to satisfy psychological hunger. So the good news is that we can reduce cravings with smart food choices. Whole food nourish us, but don't give us the intense hit of processed foods. Serotonin and dopamine also depend to some degree on protein, fat, and micronutrient levels. If we eat plenty of protein and healthy fats, along with a wide range of vitamins and minerals from whole foods, our brains are happy. And again, if we spend more time chewing, like when we eat whole food slowly, we feel more satisfied. Some people suggest that cravings mean our bodies need something. However, we don't usually crave the healthy, nutrient-rich foods that actually contain all those vitamins and minerals that we might lack. We don't crave spinach, broccoli, or lean red meat. We usually crave nutrient-empty foods. In fact, some people even crave things that aren't food at all, such as ice chips or even dirt or paper. So a a phenomenon known as pica. If you keep a craving diary, you'll probably notice patterns. So for instance, you crave a certain food when it's near you. For example, when someone brings biscuits to work and leaves them out. You crave a certain food when you associate it with some kind of feeling, such as comfort. You crave a certain food when you're feeling stressed out. You count on that food to make you feel better. Your cravings change throughout the day or the week. You have a particular thought or story associated with a craving, i.g., or e.g., sorry, I need this. So here are some tips to help deal with cravings. Understand that cravings are normal. They come and go. The craving is minor, ignore it. If the craving is moderate, distract yourself. If the craving is overwhelming, have a small portion of what you're craving in a safe environment, such as a restaurant where you can only get one portion of the food instead of the whole thing. Eat it slowly, stay checked in, to the fullness signals from your body. Keep a craving diary. Write down what you're craving and when. Also, write down what you're thinking and feeling at that time. Over time, look for patterns. Once you know the pattern, you can disrupt it. Substitute something that gives you the same feeling. For instance, munch on raw veggies when you're craving crunchiness. Take a hot bath when you're craving warmth and comfort. Go for a brisk walk when you're craving distraction. Chew sugarless gum, eat some celery, or drink water when you just want something to do with your mouth. If you're having constant powerful cravings, you may have a hormonal imbalance or nutrient deficiency. Consider talking to your healthcare provider and getting tested.